Lockdown, a security podcast from Red Hat, recorded at Cloud Security Expo 2016. Recording at Cloud Security Expo here at London Excel, we at Red Hat always try and strive to try and lead the way when it comes to emerging technology across emerging marketplaces. One of those emerging marketplaces for the last two or three years has been the Internet of Things. Over the last six or 12 months, we've looked at organizations and partners who can try and benefit and try and grow where Red Hat wants to go to match our aspirations in the IoT world. And a few weeks ago, we released news of a partnership that we've struck, which has already borne fruit in the respect that Red Hat engineers have been working very, very closely with the engineers of this organization. And this organization is called Eurotech. You've probably seen the press release. If you haven't, it's out there on the newswise. Sitting opposite me is Andrea China, who's Group Marketing Product Manager at Eurotech. Say hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. Eurotech. Talk to us about Eurotech Intelligent Gateways and what they do. Well, um, we as a hardware manufacturer um, being in business since 20 years ago in the embedded space, um, we learned how to manage uh, the devices on field uh, in controlling machine-to-machine communication. We learned uh, how to um, monitor and remote control pipelines of oil and gas. Uh, And it's 15 years now that we do uh, this kind of job. And um, evolving uh, uh, with that technology from uh, uh, different generations of uh, operational technologies and information technologies merging together, uh, we moved up to the value chain from boards and modules, which uh, were our uh, grassroots of our business and still are a big part of our revenues, we went up to the value stream in creating uh, embedded computers that today we call intelligent gateways or M2M or IoT gateways. The difference is that uh, um, they play a fundamental role that is becoming more and more important with, uh, with uh, a growing of the IoT businesses in the different vertical markets. The role they play mainly is a sort of translator, protocol to protocol. There is a jungle of different protocols on field, Mm -hmm. wireless, wired, uh, proprietary, open. And uh, all this communication needs to be normalized for very many different reasons. Security is one of these reasons. And being normalized and then being uh, mm, uh, mm, uh, translated into one common language, that is one transmission protocol between uh, the field and the cloud. Mm -hmm. The protocol we have chosen is MQTT. This is not the only protocol. This is the most common protocol that we use that serves most of the scenarios, most of the business scenarios in IoT. And the role of gateways is getting more and more important. And uh, this is because uh, it is requested more and more intelligence on the edge of the network. Mm -hmm. So moving this intelligence from the servers to the edge networks. As soon as the power of the embedded computers is rising year after year. And that's why we are making a A partnership. partnership. I'm very excited because when we've sat down with your engineers 
there's been a lot of common ground around things like the protocol stack, around MMQT, around the back-end message brokers that are required to translate what you're actually trying to achieve with that specific device, that control layer. But also what I've been really excited is the intelligence that's been shown already in your management software. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's true. Um, from a single console, uh, you can um, uh, remote command and remote configure over the air the connected devices, the connected assets, and you can upload the intelligence by means of uploading apps, embedded apps, into the connected devices, exactly like you upload uh, uh, or you download apps uh, into your smartphone to add intelligence to your smartphone. And the gateways play exactly this role. Suppose that you are out of memory with your smartphone and you need uh, an extra uh, internal storage to be added just to give more space to store new pictures and uh, whatever, but also to download uh, uh, new apps. That means giving more intelligence to your smartphone. And the gateways uh, from a central console, that is the Everywhere Cloud Console, uh, can be now mm, uh, managed, uh, uploading all the apps that gives, uh, um, that turns that gateway into a multi-service gateway, which is getting more and more intelligence day after day as soon as the different programmers or field application engineers involved in different businesses feel the need or are in the need to create a new embedded application and to upload it into the same device. I think Eurotech have got a very diff- difficult job because I know I'm going to feel let down when I eventually do come out to your offices and when I find out that your software engineers do not have a crystal ball or the ability to see into the future because it always seems like it. Whenever we have meetings, they're thinking 10 years ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I think that uh, no, we, we, there is a peculiarity probably in our company, the fact that we merge two cultures. We merge the, the hardware design capability, the experience in the machine-to-machine um, uh, communication between uh, um, computers spread in networks. And we merge this culture with a classic uh, and traditional software, enterprise software culture. Uh, just to give an example, also our CTO, Mr. Marco Carrer, comes joined Eurotech after 16 years of having been a, a director of software development at Oracle, that is a large enterprise of software. Me, myself, comes from 24 years of software software engineering, etc. So the company, the company is leaving a shift. So mm-hmm. from a hardware manufacturer with a bit of software fit for purpose to um, a software company with uh, the hardware which fit for that purpose. So this is a big shift. And it's not a traditional software company. It's not an enterprise. It's not an information technology software company. It is of that kind of software that runs into the machines, into the devices. Everything today is software-defined. And uh, software is entering even into the toothbrush today. Mm-hmm. And, and this is the, the fact that uh, you see that we sp- seems like we look... Oh, mm, 10 years in advance. No, it's the fact that the software is entering everywhere, and mm-hmm. so you have to uh, change your culture. And w- the fact that we mix up these two cultures, hardware design and software designs, gives us the possibility to see the full picture. What's exciting as well for, for me as a Red Hatter was last Wednesday or last Thursday, um, an email hit a mailing list internally at Red Hat from one of our developers 
And it simply was a one-sentence email, and it said, guys, I've got commit status with Eurotech. I can commit code, which is a big deal. Because this isn't just a partnership on paper, is it? I, I, I want people who are listening to this podcast to be aware. This is a partnership in every sense of the word partnership. Yeah, absolutely. Um, IoT is a bottom-up story. It's not top-down. doesn't exist any large organization that can do everything by itself. And uh, we moved from a proprietary to an open-source uh, approach, paradigm, uh, simply because today if you want to contribute to innovation and then to take advantage of the innovation, either you finance startups, and this is not the, 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 the approach that we followed, or you open-source and you contribute to open source. And when you decide to go open source, you have to change your mindset. It's a culture more than a technology or the fact. The advantage doesn't come from the fact that it is free. The advantage comes from the fact that there is a very high-speed pace of innovation. And to have such a a fast innovation, you have to trust your contributors, your partners. You have to treat them as partners. That means that you have to give them the possibility to commit. When we had the first kickoff meeting in Baker Street in October or November last year, it's always strange from the first time you have a partnership meeting because it's normally one side on one side of the room, one side on the other, and no one's quite sure who to, how the conversation starts and how you trust each other and bits of paper going back across the table. There was none of that. There was engineers all trying to solve common problems. But the beauty is that... You brought a gateway with you, a box that you know. It, it, there was something physical, tangible that we could actually hold—a physical gateway box with the wireless interfaces on the back, and we could open it and see the board. That's when you get excited engineers who realise they can start solving common problems. We bring our red hat muscle, our ability, and our awareness in the marketplace, and we match it to your technology and your management. It's a marriage made in heaven for us, and it's something that we take. You know, it, it's something we take very seriously because it gives us a new position in the marketplace, but also it says to our customers that we're very, very serious about the Internet of Things. We can't emphasize enough that this solves so many issues, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And you are very right. Um, uh, I think that also you are peculiar like a large enterprise. I mean, um, you do it differently from the others. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the fact that we both are, let's say, we have a bottom-up approach. This brings... Uh, to the meetings between engineers, a very pragmatic approach. Again, bottom-up, solving the problem, bottom-up, and then finally a big problem decomposing in smaller problems and fixing one after the other, like if it was a a backlog of a sprint. So the approach is that one. So there is a common attitude that makes it possible. And then uh, you are perfectly right, bringing uh, a piece of hardware, an embedded computer on the table um, in front of uh, people that was that lived all his life with immaterial uh, immaterial goods uh, makes the wow effect yeah that this is real no and i was i remember in a, one of the red hat shows in rome mm-hmm. uh, one year ago or two years ago i don't remember and we were the only one with some physical devices yeah. on the desk and we i had and i was alone unfortunately in that place and i remember your colleagues from red hat coming at my booth and helping and speaking and about introducing because i was not able to satisfy the queue not to, to satisfy the queue. But I don't, you know, Red Hat, we're not a hardware company. We're never going to be a hardware company at all. I mean, IoT is going to be specific to so many solutions and so many problems. And, you know, people forget that a lot of the gateways are talking to dumb 15-year-old devices, serial devices, some devices that are on Ethernet. These devices aren't necessarily always on. Some of them have got very limited connectivity. 
And we've got to try and solve those problems. And the only way we do that is with a partnership of equals. And I'm very, very glad that, you know, Eurotech have stood up to the mark and, and, and agreed to be that partner. Um, yes, looks like uh, also from our side that, that, that uh, uh, we are complementary uh, so much that uh, um, using together the combined technologies uh, you can really provide uh, a complete platform for an end-to-end IoT solution uh, that goes from the hardware up to the software stack. And uh, this makes natural the partnership. We've got Red Hat Summit coming up at the Moscow Centre in San Francisco first week of July. And we have a, a very good engineer, a very good solutions architect engineer at Red Hat called Burr Sutter. Really nice guy. But I dread to think he, he he keeps coming up with ideas what we can do with the gateway. We could have we can have it firing lasers. <laughs> we can have it doing this. We can have it doing that. It's just, I'm, I'm I'm very excited because customers for the first time, although you were at Summit last year, customers for the first time are going to see the device being used, being being demonstrated, and we've never done that before. Yeah, and this. Um it gives completely different experience to customers and users because they can touch it. Yeah. And so this is even uh, making the information technology even closer to people because it's in your object. That's the final result. Keeping it real, keeping it s- secure, and buying into a long-term relationship because IoT isn't, it's not just a normal tech refresh cycle, is it? Well, yes, uh, it opens uh, new challenges also if we limit this discussion on security security on IoT is opening a bunch of incredible opportunities to attackers being them hackers governments criminal organizations or whoever mm-hmm. so yeah a lot of new opportunities and a lot of new challenges that we have to address and that's why mm, some of these things like security have to be in mind uh, since day one when you design the architecture Andre, thank you very much for being on the show. Do appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much for the opportunity of speaking with you. Subscribe with iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast client now for more shows in our back catalog. Yeah.